The Z-Ball podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Z-Ball podcast and week 14 of our Scorching Six picks. Uh, We're well into the holiday season. Uh, The holidays are right around the corner. And we've got six exciting games in this week's slate. And uh, a lot of, uh, we're getting down this to the stretch and a lot of uh, playoff implication type matchups in this week's slate. And joining me on the line from Los Angeles, California, we got Rebound. What's going on, Rebound? What up, Z-Ball? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Doing well. Uh, just had snow last night here in South Texas. Uh, I've heard you've had a lot of uh, wildfires in Southern California. So have you have you been dealing with those, and how's the air quality been? Uh, it's been really close to my house. Uh, air quality was really bad on Tuesday because it was really close, but it's been improving. Other than that, the one in Ventura County is a little far from me, so that's doing. That's good, but that's one of the worst fires there. All righty. Uh, prayers to everyone in Southern California affected by the fires, and uh, hopefully they are contained in a peaceful manner soon. So uh, let's get into the games. Uh, first game we're going to be taking a look at, uh, we got a AFC West a divisional matchup. And we got a three-way tie currently at the top of the AFC West, and you got two of the teams in that three-way tie facing off this weekend at Arrowhead Stadium. And the home team Chiefs hosting the Oakland Raiders and laying four and a half. What do you think? Uh, we got the Raiders, you know. Uh, they, they've been a big disappointment this season. Uh, the Raiders just haven't been who I thought they were. I mean, Derek Carr got injured. So, you know, it's just the Raider, Raider Nation who they are. They are who we thought they were. So, Raiders, uh, I mean, Amari Cooper, he's been a disappointment this season. Crabtree, he, he's played as good or better than Cooper. And, you know, you know, uh, I just don't like uh, Derek Carr, how he's done this season. So, uh, I'm going to ride Kansas City on this one. I like the way they play at home. So I'm taking minus four and a half, Kansas City. Good home team. Take the Chiefs. All right, in regards to the Chiefs, uh, started off 5-0. and uh, They've lost five of their last six, or six of their last seven, excuse me. So, I mean, what the hell's happened to them uh, recently? I mean, they've just been playing really bad, and their defense has not been as good. I mean, Kareem Hunt seemed like the runaway for rookie of the year first six, seven weeks, and... I mean, he's pretty much fallen. I've, I haven't really heard anything from him at all. I mean, Alex Smith seemed like the MVP a month, month and a half ago. He's really cooled down, regressed back to the old Alex Smith game manager, the guy who can't really throw the ball down the field. So, I mean, what what has uh, gone wrong for them in the last seven weeks? I really don't know. I can't answer that, but I, don't, I just don't think they're using their offense properly. Uh, last week, obviously, Travis Kelsey was used properly. 
And I just don't know. It's, it's, it seems like Andy Reid's not figuring it out. Uh, Alex Smith, I think, will have a big week this week. Raiders' defense just isn't good enough to handle the Chiefs' offense. And uh, Kareem Hunt, I mean, yeah, he was looking really, really good at the beginning of the season. And now he's just fallen off. Uh, if you play fantasy, you, you, you'll, know, you'll definitely know that. But uh, I really don't know what to say about the Chiefs. And they went from one of the – the AFC West went from one of the best divisions to probably the worst division. All right, fair enough. Yeah, with that being said, I'm probably going to agree with you on this pick. I mean, Chiefs have just been looked awful, but I think the Raiders have looked even worse in my opinion. So just with the Chiefs being at home and that that high, high hostile type environment at Arrowhead, it's a really good home field advantage. I think because of that, I'm going to ride with the Chiefs. I think they have uh, Tyreek Hill makes a couple big plays, and then uh, Kelsey gets going uh, in the pass game. And I'm going to take the Chiefs uh, 35 to 27 in this one, and I think they cover the four and a half point spread. With that, uh, we'll move into the second game, another early afternoon game. We've got the Minnesota Vikings traveling to Charlotte to take on the Carolina Panthers, and they are laying two and a half in this one. What do you think? This is an easy one, in my opinion. I really, really, really like the Vikings. Uh, top defense in the league. Case Keenum has played excellent. They obviously lost uh, rookie running back Dalvin Cook at the beginning of the season, but Jared McKinnon and Latavius Murray have filled in pretty well. Obviously not as good. Panthers have a good defense, but just not as good. Cam Newton is very inconsistent. I really like the Vikings there. I think the Vikings win by a touchdown 20-13. All right, yeah. I mean, Vikings. I mean, I haven't really taken them too seriously at all. I've, I think I've picked uh, against them. I think a lot of the, recently, but uh, I'm gonna agree with you and go the other way around with the Vikings this time. Uh, I'm gonna t- swallow the two and a half and take them to win this game. I think they just keep rolling along. Case Keenum has filled in uh, just fine. <laughs> Uh, for Sam Bradford, and then uh, he's even done so well that they've, they're they leaving Teddy Bridgewater on the bench after he returned from his injury. So I think Minnesota, like you said, their defense keeps rolling. Uh, and Cam Newton, Jekyll and Hyde-type quarterback, uh, you don't know what you're going to get from him from one week to the next. And he's really looked uh, very inconsistent since his MVP season uh, two seasons ago. And because of that, I'm going to take the Vikings. I think they keep rolling along, and try to push, keep pushing towards that uh, number one seed in the NFC. So with that, uh, I'll take the Vikings 24-21 to 21 in this one. I think they just covered the two-and-a-half-point spread. And we'll agree on the first two, and we'll move into the third game. It's a late afternoon game in Carson, California. I got the, La- the home team, Los Angeles Chargers, hosting the Washington Redskins. And giving six points, what do you think? You got the Chargers, one of the hottest teams in the NFL. Definitely picking it up after 0-3 or 0-4 start. Then you got the Redskins, who just haven't been what they were, what they thought they were going to be. Uh, what the worst team, the third, the third in the division. Uh, Chargers, Keenan Allen has picked it up. Phillip Rivers looks good. 
Melvin Gordon overall has been a disappointment, but their defense deserves a lot of credit here. Joey Bosa, Melvin Ingram really playing well. Cornerbacks playing pretty good. And uh, I'm riding here with the Chargers minus six. All right, I'm going to disagree with that. I think the Chargers win the game in my opinion, but I, I, don't, I think six points is too much to swallow in this one. I think the Redskins uh, kind of keep it close. And then the Chargers... Uh, most of their games this season have been relatively close. I mean, kind of within three or four points either way. So I mean, Philip. Uh, I mean, Philip Rivers. I mean, has looked really well last couple weeks. And then the Chargers, you mentioned, been really super, super hot. And it seems like they're going to be the team that comes out of the AFC West. What do you think about that? Yeah, it's, it's not a bold statement, but I do agree with that. I think they come out of the AFC West. Right now, because you have the Chiefs, who we just talked about, who haven't been playing well. They can still come out, but I just don't see it. And then we have the Raiders, who are the Raiders. The Raiders are going to choke that they aren't the team who they are. Uh, Derek Carr still has a bright future. I'm a big fan of him, but they're definitely not coming out. But I do see the Chargers coming out. All right, fair enough. Back to my pick. I'm going to disagree with you. I'm going to take the Redskins plus six. But I'm going to take the Chargers to win the game, 31 to 28. So with that, we'll move on to the fourth game. It's another late afternoon game in Los Angeles as well. Got the home team, LA Rams, hosting the Philadelphia Eagles and laying one point. What do you think? Yeah, we got the Eagles at the Rams. Probably the game of the week. Everyone's watching. You got the number one and number two pick going up against each other and probably the best teams in the NFC by record-wise. I mean, Eagles are definitely the best team, in my opinion, still in the NFC. Eagles coming off a 24-10 loss. Uh, People are going to be down on them, so it was a tough loss in Seattle. I know it was 14 points, which isn't good. Definitely doesn't look good on their record. Then we got the Rams coming off a 32-16 win against the Cardinals at home. So I'm I'm riding with the Eagles here to win this one by three points. I think overall their defense is better. The Rams' offense has picked up, but their defense has fallen off. They have one of the worst rush defenses. So expect a big day from LeGarrette Blount and Jai Also, Robert Woods, Jared Goff's deep threat, is going to be doubtful, so he's most likely not going to play. So I'm going 27-24 Eagles. All right, fair enough. Uh, I mean, I just think the Rams uh, really play well at home, and uh, I really like them in this game, although I really like the Eagles as well. I think Carson Wentz is my MVP so far through 12 games in the season, going in the last quarter of the season. And But the Rams, I think, just really look good offensively all around with Todd Gurley and then Jared Goff showing lots of growth in the second season. And then he'll be going up against Carson Wentz, obviously the second pick right after him in 2016. And it's just going to be great matchup here from the Coliseum in Los Angeles. And just a lot of good offensive uh, weapons on both sides. And then... Eagles, obviously, good rush defense, but I think the Rams' offense is just going to be too much. And because of that, I'm going to take them, swallow the point, and take them to win 27-24 to in this one. And I think with that, they should be able to lock up the NFC West. 
So uh, with that, we'll move on to the fifth game. We have the Seattle Seahawks traveling all the way across the country to Florida to take on the Jacksonville Jaguars. And we've got the home team minus two and a half in this one. What do you think? As I mentioned earlier, we got the Seahawks coming off a very impressive win, being the Eagles at home, 24-10. As you know, as everyone knows, Seattle is one of the hardest places to play in with the 12th man. And Russell Wilson played well. Their defense stepped up, winning 24-10. Got the Jaguars coming off a 30-10 win at home versus the Colts, which isn't too impressive. The Colts suck this season while Andrew Luck. So you got Jacksonville, also known as Saxonville. But a stat that I looked up is that Jacksonville gives up four and a half yards, rushing yards. And Seahawks had a good running week last week with their undrafted running back that they picked up, Mike Davis. So I think he has a big week, but... At the same time, I just see Russell Wilson struggling because his O-line is really bad. And as I mentioned, Jacksonville is Saxonville. Russell Wilson is going to have trouble, and I see Jacksonville winning 27, uh, excuse me, 20 to 13. Okay, fair enough. Uh, kind of a lot of talk has emerged about Russell Wilson uh, kind of joining that MVP race with Wentz and Brady. Uh what do you see? For, you see him as the third uh, leading candidate for the MVP this season? Yes, absolutely, because uh, Russell Wilson is doing it with no protection. I mean, they did trade for one, Jermaine Curse at the deadline for some protection, but having one good old line is not really going to do it. And he is carrying that team on his back right now with no uh, obviously losing Richard Sherman and Cam Chancellor. Russell Wilson is carrying that team right now. Okay, fair enough. And then uh, going back to my discussion last week with Akshay. Akshay, I love you, but I, I really want to get some more opinion on on what you said last week, the, one of the hot takes you had about the Seahawks rebuilding. Uh, what's your take on the Seahawks possibly rebuilding? Do you think they're in rebuild mode or no? The Seahawks aren't fucking rebuilding. Akshay just hates Nasser, which they were playing in fantasy. And he put fuck Celtics. The Seahawks aren't rebuilding. That's like saying the Cleveland Cavaliers are fucking rebuilding right now. Are they rebuilding? Come on. Are the Boston Celtics rebuilding? Come on, man. The Seahawks aren't rebuilding. They're a fucking Super Bowl contender without their top two defensive players. They're two of their top three defensive players. And with a fucking sorry asshole line. How are they rebuilding? Akshay, can you fucking explain that to me, you fucking idiot? Oh, wow, 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 wow. Fire, 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 fire coming out of rebound. Okay, well, back to the game. Uh, I'm going to agree with you on your pick. I like Jacksonville. I'm swallowed the two and a half points at home. I mean, Seattle traveling all the way across the country uh, to play to face off against Jacksonville. I'm surprised this is not an early afternoon game, but uh, fair enough. Either way, I, th- I like Jacksonville. I think uh, their D-line is really good and... I think they lead the the league in sacks for a reason, and I think they're just going to have uh, their way with the Seahawks' offensive line. They're going to dominate the line of scrimmage and get to Russell Wilson, pressure him all day and and often as well. So, But uh, they kind of struggle on offense with Blake Bortles, so that's kind of where I, I worry a little. So 
I think it'll be low scoring, 20 to 17. I'm going to take the Jags in this one, and I think they just cover the two and a half point spread. And we'll agree on that one. And we are now at our last game of the week, Sunday night in prime time. Sunday night in prime time. Excuse me, from Heinz Field in Pittsburgh, NFC AFC North divisional battle. Home team Steelers hosting the Baltimore Ravens and laying five points. What do you think? We got the Steelers coming off a win. Not an impressive win. They squeaked it out last week versus the Bengals. I wasn't too impressed. We got the Ravens, one of the top defensive teams. Uh, They look good. So uh, I still like uh, Juju. uh, Before I go on, Juju Smith-Schuster the second wide receiver for the Steelers is suspended for his dirty cheap shot last week. And he, that's going to be a blow to them. So I just don't see it. I see. I still see Pittsburgh winning and covering the spread. I don't like Baltimore as much as I used to. Their defense is good, but... You have you probably have the best quarterback, running back, wide receiver combo in the league with Big Ben, Le'Veon Bell, and Antonio Brown. Martavius Bryant will fill, will fill in at the other wide receiver. He's good as a deep threat. I like I like Pittsburgh here to cover and win by a touchdown, twenty-seven twenty. Okay. With that being said, uh, moving to Pittsburgh's defense, uh, their leader, the linebacker, emerging uh, star. Ryan Shazier go with that went down with that uh, gruesome spinal injury. Had the spinal surgery. Uh, how do you see their defense uh, kind of uh, adjusting to life without him moving forward? Losing him is definitely a big blow, but uh, I think Mike Tomlin just has it has everything settled. He'll figure it out. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I mean, I think this is uh, always a game, Baltimore versus Pittsburgh, that's always super physical. I mean, uh, grind it out, uh, ground the pound, control the clock type game. And I think it's always dominated by defense. And I think that we're going to see more of that in cold type environment in Pittsburgh this Sunday. And I think it's going to be a very close game, in my opinion. I think the Steelers are in no doubt are the better team. And I think they're going to win a, a really close game. And because of that, I'm going to take uh, Baltimore plus the five points, but I'm going to take the Steelers to win the game 21-19. to So with that, we'll disagree on that one as well, and that'll wrap it up for Week 14, Scorching 6. Kind of wanted to ask you another thing, Rebound, kind of in regards to Tom Brady. Uh, He's kind of uh, slowed down a bit the last couple weeks. I think he's uh, getting to age 40 if he's not 40 already. Uh, how many more years do we kind of see out of Brady? And do you kind of see some sort of decline? And kind of do you see that uh, fall off the cliff type uh, prediction for Max Kellerman kind of on the horizon? What do you think? I really haven't watched Tom Brady as of late. Uh, I was traveling last week, so I didn't see him. And I mean, you, you never know with any quarterback, but. All quarterbacks have come to one point where they're just not playing good. We can go from all quarterbacks, from Brett Favre to John Elway to Joe Montana. So I still think Brady has at least two years left in him. But I could be wrong. Max Kellerman could be right. We'll just have to wait and see. 
Okay, fair enough. It should be interesting to see. I mean, he's obviously one of the top MVP candidates of the league, and I think the Patriots are in prime position heading into the playoffs. So uh, it could be a lot worse than uh, what we're making it out to be. But never, nevertheless, always a pleasure, Rebound. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me on. I want to give a shout-out to my boy Colocini in London. All right, shout-out to Colocini in London. Uh, hopefully he enjoys all the games this weekend. And... Everybody, thank you so much, for, so much for listening. Hope you guys enjoy all the Week 14 games, and we'll see you guys next week for Week 15 Scorching 6.